And welcome back to the Quarter 3 Podcast. This is episode 63 of the podcast, and I am your host, Spencer Breedlove, and I get to do this podcast with my fruitful vine and the mother of my three olive shoots. Yes, that is from the Book of Psalms. Her name is Lisa. Hello, Lisa. Hello. Did you read that this morning? I did read that this morning (laughs) in my quiet time. I'm thinking, yeah, she is a fruitful vine, and I have three beautiful olive shoots. Olive shoots. They are olive shoots, and I, because of all four of you, am blessed. Thanks, honey. Yes, I am. We are, too. So when Lisa and I launched this podcast, we wanted to accomplish three specific things, uh, and these things make up our core purpose. Then mm-hmm. we want to inform your mind, inspire your heart, and ignite your joy. And we're going to talk about things that will either make you think, laugh, or cry. Sometimes all three. We're going to talk about our struggles. We're going to talk about pain points, our joys. We're going to talk about life and marriage and how you can remain strong through some of the most very difficult times in your own lives. So whether wherever you are today, we encourage you to join in the conversation by sharing this podcast on your socials or with your friends and families by text. And on this week's episode, we're going to hone in on one of our core purposes, inspiration. So inspiring the heart. Um, what is it? Why do we need it? Why do we need inspiration? And we're going to tell some stories about our own life on life. Um, in, a, in a lot of different areas, um, how we have both been inspired by one another, how other people have inspired us, and how we've gotten through um, some pretty difficult times. But before we do that, Lisa has the yes. quarter three question of the day. All right. Sticking with our theme, I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite inspirational movie of all time hands down rudy matter of fact i I mean i I know you have our dvr set to record it came on yesterday although it you have it set like it records it every single time it comes on yeah but it's it's not it just i know it just re-records it it over but i don't understand it and it keeps it in my library. library i it keeps it in my library, and so It'll when I'm thumb, when I'm when I'm scrolling through the <laughs> the guide, yes, it and, prompts you, and I see mm-hmm. that Rudy is on. And let's say, and here's the beautiful thing with YouTube TV, and mm-hmm. that was a free plug for them. Um, <laughs> they really need to get Bally Sports on there so we, we can see the breaks. Yes, but um, the only thing wrong with them the when I scroll through the channel guide mm-hmm. and I see Rudy mm-hmm. listed to play, I'm like, oh. It's Rudy time. It is no matter it, what time. No it matter is. what time. It's Rudy time. It's Rudy time for and it is. It is. Let me get get my blanket. Let me curl up on the couch, and I'm gonna watch Rudy. Which and he the, did. And the yesterday. cool thing is, yeah. And I even got my box of tissues because I knew you know it's coming. I'm gonna cry. Mm-hmm. I mean, it happens every time. But with YouTube TV, yes. what you're able to do, they give is you the choice. You can either join the movie live mm-hmm. or you can start it from the beginning. Of course, what did you do? Start it from the beginning. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you got to get the full picture from him mm. being playing in the in the snow. What he had to go what through with his brothers. Through. Oh, yeah. What he had to go yes. through. His town, his family. Uh, 
almost like mean, after mm-hmm. after his his final hit in football the football practice and you know you see the love that he has for the game you see his dream you know constantly being um challenged and saying no nah, you're too small you're you're a runt you and know. just coming up against obstacles every yeah. every, every time, time. Every time the death of his friend, Pete, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and but there was only one guy that really believed in Rudy, and that was his friend Pete. And for when his friend Pete died in that accident explosion. at work and that explosion, Rudy's like, I'm going to South Bend, I'm gonna go get my college <laughs> education, and I'm gonna do my best Don't to get on to uh, the University of Notre Dame, and I'm gonna play football for the University of Notre Dame. You know, Rudy's and people still didn't believe him. And people, yeah, people still didn't believe him. You know, Rudy's um, that that particular movie inspired me mm-hmm. to uh, play go football and play football for the University of Georgia. Oh, that was, I don't think you ever told me that. Mm-hmm, that was part of that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Although I never really played for the University of Georgia. Well, you did, but I did go out. I go did out get and walk on. Yes. Yeah. I did get. You, did. you went through um, spring practice. I did go through spring. I got a grade on my transcript for playing football, so I got evidence. Yeah. I may not have been carried off the football field <laughs> like Rudy in 1975 um, for getting in during a but one play. But I did get a grade. It is on my transcript, and is I it passed. an A? I passed. Oh, it's just pass fail. I think it was a pass fail deal. Uh-huh. Yeah, I passed. What makes you fail football? Um. Uh, I have no idea, okay. but I didn't fail. All right. That's great. So. Okay. That is mommy. And I cried. I did. I mean, when he's being carried off the football field, I got tears in my eyes. I've I've watched Rudy um, umpteen million times and I cry every time. But that's what inspirational movies do. And, and you tend to like those anyway. I do. Especially those that are based on true stories. The underdog. Yes. Underdog stories. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rocky. There's a lot of inspirational movies that yeah, we've watched through the years. Tombstone. Is that inspirational? <laughs> you yeah, tell them um, yeah. coming to town. Exactly. And... exactly. Tombstone's uh, okay. inspirational. Okay. Oh, yeah. That'll I'll, inspire you to do something. Oh, the West was won. Okay. Right. I, I'm what is sorry, yours? I was thinking more about. What's your heart, most heart? You know, yours is probably something like a Hallmark movie or something, or <laughs> no, uh, one of those. Those just have like fairy tale endings. Nicholas That's... Sparks movies. It was a Nicholas Sparks. Movie. No, he he like grips your heart, but it's not always inspirational. Hmm. Um, What's yours? I don't know. Probably Chariots of Fire. Really? Yeah, I really enjoyed that movie and inspirational in that this is something da, 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 you know the runner Eric set out to do, but he even with his religious convictions, he wasn't going to compromise. You know, when people are saying you have he to train wasn't. and you have to do this, he wasn't going to compromise. Who wasn't he, he Jewish? Felt God called him to be. Wasn't he a Jew? Was he Jewish? I don't remember. I don't remember either. But he wouldn't practice on the Sabbath. Yeah, Sabbath. Isn't that right? That's what it was. Mm-hmm. It's just inspirational. And and I think I'm inspired by runners because I don't run. <laughs> yeah. so it is kind of funny that inspire you're inspired me. by a runner. They inspire me. Yeah. I have another inspirational movie. Yes. Did you have anything else to say about Chariots of Fire? 
Did you cry at Cherry Safari? No, I was going to. No. No? No. What were you going to say? Did I cry? No. I I was just going to say, like one we watched recently, True Spirit. That was inspirational. That was an inspirational A young girl, like young people and Mm -hmm. them overcoming things. And as a teacher. Yeah, she had to overcome dyslexia. Dyslexia and how she had to navigate. Circumnavigated the world. Yeah. But I understand what dyslexia is as a teacher and what that struggle is and how she had to compensate. And Mm -hmm. that's cool. That's just cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. True Spirit was a cool movie. What's another one that you. Another. I'm afraid to ask. What? Eddie the Is Eagle. Is really inspirational? Eddie oh, the Eagle. you do love that one, too. Yes. People are probably going, huh? Eddie yeah. the Eagle. That, well, if you've never seen Eddie movie? the Eagle. Well, let me tell you something. If you've never seen it's, Eddie it's the good. Eagle, you have to watch I Eddie don't know that I want to watch it over and over like Spencer, but it, Eddie it's the Eagle good. is not on a, on a Rudy <laughs> level of emotion, but... Eddie the Eagle is definitely an inspiration. It is, movie. and he's an underdog again. Mm-hmm. It is about a young man mm-hmm. who has dreams mm-hmm. of being in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know exactly which Olympics he wanted to be a part of, but he had dreams of being in the Olympics from a small child. He wanted to be in the Olympics, and he had zero athletic ability <laughs> and, the, and the competition he wanted to be in was yes oh, like elite. the winter Olympics. he wanted to be in the elite category of olympians <sighs> he was the most awkward like um yeah i don't think he there's sports. nothing eagle about him <laughs> like majestic and no yeah. nothing it was Lord. more like a goose <laughs> Um, or mm. a, a little baby duckling, but he ugly overcame duckling. obstacles. He did overcome his obstacles. He overcame his father's Don't doubt. Give it away. The only person Don't that believed away. in him was his mo- mother, his mummy, his M U M M Y, his mummy. Mm-hmm. He was from Britain. He's from, mm-hmm. And even the British people, when he got to a point, you know, he could at least mm-hmm. try. You know, he figured out where he can compete. And they didn't. They kept moving the, moving the rules and changing the rules so the qualifications to mm-hmm. keep him out. You know, mm-hmm. so but he overcame. And anyway, you gotta watch Eddie the Eagle. Matter of fact, I may try to pull it up. Oh goodness! And watch it tonight. Do you know what my first inspirational movie was? Nope. That I remember. What was it? Gone with the Wind? No. Uh-uh. Girls just want to have fun. Oh, my gosh. That was inspirational. They wanted to be on dance TV. Oh, my Lord. I had a dream of being on dance TV. I have a dream. Like solid gold dancers. and <laughs> Not exactly <laughs> What, that, did you want to be a, I, I, a rocket or something? I just wanted to dance. Your legs I, yeah, ain't long when, enough to be on a rocket. I, Thank you very much. I mean, you are a fruitful That's vine, why I needed to be in some kind of other competition that, yeah, you didn't have to be long-legged and lean. Yeah, you just had to have moves. I don't think your high school would have approved. I know, they definitely wouldn't have. No. Footloose was inspirational. No, they would have thought. Footloose was inspirational, inspirational. to all ACS graduates. <laughs> If you're an ACS graduate, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> David, dance before the Lord. <laughs> oh, 
watch gosh. We did. We would. We would have secret watch parties oh. of that movie. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Not, really, Not secret, really secret, but we would watch it a lot and be like, oh, yeah, we're going to have prom one day. <laughs> we didn't know. <laughs> oh, mercy. They were always. Inspiration. Yes. It's a good thing. That inspires me. <laughs> <laughs> we may watch Eddie the Eagle and Footloose. Yours the... revolves around sports. Mine revolves around dancing. dancing. I, don't, I don't know. Well, yeah. Something okay. like that, maybe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> just what? Secret watch parties. No. <laughs> Y'all were doing watch, look, y'all were doing watch parties be, before watch parties were cool. There should be like a help support group for people that went to ACS. Oh, man. I loved my time there. And I got a great education. And I loved many of my teachers. But you come away with a little shrapnel. <laughs> mm. But that's okay. Okay. All right. We digress. So, if we're going to talk about inspiration, what is inspiration, Spencer? Well, I started to look up the definition of to inspire. Just look it up in the dictionary? Yeah. just. Look, but you know what? Uh-huh. They had a gajillion yes. de- definitions yeah. for to inspire. But then there was one at the very end. Mm-hmm. And above it, it says archaic. That means old. This is the old definition (laughs) Mm -hmm. of to inspire. And I think this is really the heart of inspiration. And I believe that this is really at, at the core of what inspiration is. To inspire is to infuse breath, life, etc. By breathing into. It is to breathe into or upon and i believe that it is the exact thing what when god breathed life into adam mm. that breath that adam breathed first is the same breath that we breathe today mm. and when i Think looked it, it up yes taking and so god breathed into man Mm-hmm. His breath. His breath. And that same breath is what has given us life for thousands of years. Every time we take a Every breath. Every time we take a breath, yeah. it is not our breath. This is God's yeah. breath that we have. Mm-hmm. And we can inspire other people with the breath of God that he has given to us through the very first man he ever created. And when I looked it up, I didn't look up to inspire, but just the word inspire. And it says that it has the connotation that, yes, as as this something is breathed into you, you are stimulated to feel or act. Yes. Like a- the inspiration is not just, OK, that's it. Right. There's always something. He didn't to do breathe afterwards. life, especially if you go back to what you're talking about in Genesis. He didn't breathe his very breath into his creation that he made from the dirt and clay of the ground for nothing. It was so that Adam, and then he created, took Eve from Adam's rib. It was so that they would do something, mm-hmm. that they would act. That they would feel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that there would be something that they would do. There was yes. a por- there was a purpose, a purpose. yes uh, behind it. Mm-hmm. 
And for them, mm-hmm. it was, you know, before Eve, obviously, it was Adam naming animals and caring for the... Taking care of the earth. Earth. Mm-hmm. That was his purpose. And walking mm-hmm. with God, that was mm-hmm. the purpose of Adam. Oh. It was in relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and, and for us, you know, we're inspired by other people to move and to act. And I believe that we have the responsibility to do the same thing. Yes. We got the same responsibility to inspire others to act, Absolutely. to move, and yes. not to just stand still, but to do something. Yes. Ultimately, to bring glory and pleasure to the Lord, mm-hmm. ultimately. Because mm-hmm. that's our one and only purpose in this life. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. Put that in okay. your pipe and smoke So it. if that's inspiration, and I think every single person would agree that we need inspiration and people want to. I, I, I think, you know, we're talking about movies and no matter what age we've been, we could think of those inspirational movies. We crave inspiration to be inspired mm. to something, you know, Um so if we agree that we all need inspiration, um, why? Yeah, why do we need it, and what does it accomplish? Well, we talked about three things mm-hmm. for why we need inspiration. The first one is that we need inspiration to encourage the hopeless and doubtful in desperate seasons of life. Mm. To encourage, yeah, mm-hmm. that word "encourage" means to build up, not yes. to tear down, but it means to build up with uh, specific words, with specific actions mm-hmm. of care, support, love, um, steps of uh, inspiration that we can take uh, that infuse hope, that infuse um a person to move behind, move beyond the doubt and move them to believe mm-hmm. that well, they can says, overcome. In desperate situations. And I think encouragement strengthens people. And we go through times very much so. that we feel alone and desperate and, you know, that it's futile and we need strength. And we all, you and I both know people right now mm-hmm. that are dealing with loss mm-hmm. of a family member. Mm-hmm. We are, we know people that are struggling with uh, children who have specific mm-hmm. needs in their life, albeit from uh, autism to dyslexia to um, anxiety. And depression. Uh, we know Poor choices. We know marriages that are struggling. Mm-hmm. We know people that are dealing with just life and its issues, and they need encouragement. They need us to breathe life into them. Mm-hmm. They in need to be infused with hope. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, they need that encouragement from inspiration. That they do. Um, the second reason that we all need encouragement is because. Uh, that, that we, we need, need inspiration, inspiration is that it excites and it challenges the status quo and it says it can be done. 
Mm-hmm. Um, when I was thinking about that, do you remember in uh, in that movie Pearl Harbor? And it gets to uh, who was the president that was in the wheelchair? Was that LBJ? Franklin Delano. That was for FDR, not LBJ. See, you know your history way better. Johnson comes after Kennedy. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Very true. Okay. I don't know. FDR, because then you have the New Deal and all. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So FDR, Mm -hmm. and he is, he's in his wheelchair, Mm -hmm. and and he's facing the men around his cabinet. Mm -hmm. And they're like, he's looking for them, looking to them for answers. And what? what was being put on the table was all um, the whole cabinet, the military advisors. And they were like, it can't be done. It can't be done. It can't be done. And then he unlocks himself from his wheelchair and he proceeds to stand up on his own and says something like, um, don't tell me that it can't be done. And he stands up. And and then they put together a plan, and then they went and fall back. He gave them a visual. He gave of, them a visual yeah. and a vision. And it it excited them. And but yeah, yeah, it did. It, it challenged. Them. It challenged them. It challenged mm-hmm. their belief that it couldn't be done. It challenged right. the status quo. Raised he, that glass ceiling. Of, and he mm-hmm. pushed them. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what inspiration does. Is that when you're at a place where you feel like you're at a lid and you got a lid on your life and you feel like you're in a, mm-hmm. you know, status quo, then the people that come along, you lift that lid, mm-hmm. they raise that lid, they push that lid telling you, Hey, you can do this. It can be done. Mm-hmm. We all, we need that. Mm-hmm. And, and it comes at different points for different people, but we need that because I don't, I don't, honestly think people would say yeah I just I aspire to just be status quo <laughs> well and I think about you know in 50, but we get there sometimes and I mean in 51 years of life um, I mean we go through different stages mm-hmm. and as teenagers as young kids we have dreams and some of those dreams may be I want to be a professional fisherman I want to be a professional baseball player. I want to be a firefighter. I want to do this. I want to do this. But what we have are people in our lives that could be family. They could be friends. They could be just people that really kind of serve more as adversity than they do um, places of, uh, of hope and inspiration to us that encourage us along. Um, They tell us that we're too short. They tell us that we're not fast enough. They tell us that, we don't have the the skill set. We don't have what we need in order to be that. You don't have the resource. You don't have the blah, 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 blah. And and the unfortunate thing is that people begin to believe that. Mm-hmm. And then they begin to um, take those steps of unbelief and they move and their dreams die. They walk in that path. They walk in that path. And they they lay the dream down. Sure. And they settle. But Mm -hmm. somewhere deep down inside, there's regret. There is a wonder like, man, what if? What if? And what if I'd have done something different? What if I'd have done something different? Well, here's the thing. You move on out of your high school years. You move on into college. 
relationships begin to happen there that move you on into a next season of life. You you meet a loved one. You you meet the love of your life. You get married. You begin to have kids. Dreams still are hmm, not fulfilled. Mm-hmm. There are new dreams that you begin Become. to have. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, what can we do here? Then adversity hits, and then dreams die. And it's just like this vicious cycle a lot of times. Mm. And and I think that what we need to do from an, a place of inspiration is that we need to encourage people in their dreams. Even if they fail at achieving their dream, it is okay. At least they pursued it. They didn't just daydream about it. They pursued it. If they fail, failure is a great teacher. Learn, grow, move, do, do something different, mm-hmm. but keep doing those hard things. Keep doing the things that, you know, you, you want to do. That's good. Does that make sense? It does. I mean, I don't want mm-hmm. that to sound like psychobabble, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I mean, I've had people tell me you can't do it. And I think sometimes it's, I mean, I've had people Tell me I couldn't plan a church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I've had people tell me, you, you're not going to grow a church past 200 people. Not going to do it. Um, I've had people tell me that you couldn't play professional golf. I've had people tell me I couldn't go on and play college soccer. I've had people, I've had people tell me I couldn't do certain things. Well, Okay, I didn't do it. I didn't plant a church that was past two hundred people, um, but I planted. But a we church. planted a church, and it grew, and it grew, mm-hmm. and it did, and it did, and it had a it had it had a, a life. Reach. It had a life. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. So you're just saying we should instead, instead of being naysayers, yeah, you know, be the people that. Cheer people along in their yeah, dreams. Be the one that believe in them. Mm-hmm. Be good. the one that believes in them. Hey, you can do this. And maybe help them if there's a way to help them. Even if it's your own employee. Yeah. I like that. Because you don't need to be the cap on somebody else's leadership. You don't need to be the cap on somebody else's dreams. Yeah. You don't need to be the cap on what is is happening there. But inspire people. Inspire people. Okay. Move them on. So you said that um, inspiration, it encourages, mm-hmm. and then you said that it excites and challenges. Mm-hmm. What's the third thing? The third one is that it quenches thirsty souls. It hydrates weary hearts. Mm, that's good. It hydrates the weary heart. Because life is hard. <laughs> life can suck. Life is hard. And, and it doesn't get easier. I don't know. You kids out there think, I just want to be an adult. No, you don't. No. <laughs> it's harder. Yeah, it's way harder. Uh, I mean, we're glad we you get want to be weary. An adult. We get weary. Yeah, yeah. So there needs to be some level mm-hmm. of inspiration that you have mm-hmm. in in your life because mm-hmm. it's going. It it will your your soul will be thirsty, your heart will become weary. So who are the people that are pouring into you that inspire you? Who are the people that challenge you? Who are the people that encourage you? I mean, those are all biblical things. Who are mm-hmm. the people that infuse yeah. hope and life in you? 
to help you through those times of weariness and through those times of dryness because they're going to happen. Mm-hmm. 51 years old now, and we've experienced all that. Yes. So if, if it's encouraging and if it's challenging and it's also hydrating, like then you're ready to go, like you said, carry it out to others. You're ready to then go inspire others. If you've received this inspiration, then you're full. Right. You're motivated. You're, yeah. So let's talk a, a little bit about some, here's some personal examples that Lisa and I have experienced in our, in our marriage where we've had to walk through this together. And mm-hmm. what we hope that this will do is that this will inspire you. This will encourage you. This will challenge you. And, and hopefully it will hydrate a weary heart. But here's some personal examples that we have been through that, um, we have, um, it, overcome Mm -hmm. and hopefully these things will inspire you so the one of the first things is being let go of jobs both of us have experienced that at some point um how did you handle that what was your what was your mindset when it came to a loss of a job whether it was mine or yours both of us um i think just Knowing that's that's not the end, mm-hmm. then God had something else for us mm-hmm. both, and you know to shift focus instead to thinking, okay, then I want to be ready for what He has next for me, and what what lessons can I learn? Whether it was something that I needed to grow in, or whether it was something that I knew, um, by the way I was treated, I never would treat other people that way. Yeah. Learning lessons. I think as I reflect back on the loss of jobs mm-hmm. for us, it was always um, either one, how people came to your defense um, w- was inspiring and encouraging to us. Yes. And fought for you yes. and loved you mm-hmm. and shared that. Uh, stood very beside me. Stood beside you. Um, with me. But then the other part was in in the times that, you know, for me, God always provided. Yes. yes. He He provided. did not let our family go without. No. No. Mm-hmm. We were a sparrow that his eye was on. Mm-hmm. And, and he took care of us. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. And I'll, I, I'm... The story and the stories, but we don't really have a whole lot of time to deal with that right now. But the the bottom line is that God took care of us completely mm-hmm. and abundantly. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Um, another area where we maybe can encourage is in the loss of a child. Um, in our adoption process, mm-hmm. back in this would have been in two thousand and five, right? This would have been in 2005, right before we were going to adopt Elizabeth. Uh, Lisa and I were placed with uh, and assigned another. There was a child that we were placed with that was before Elizabeth. And it was two days after Christmas. And Lisa gets a phone call uh, from our agency. And 
informs Lisa, who was alone at home at the time, and informs Lisa that Marianne had passed away. Now, we had received this information. We had seen pictures of this child. We had given names. The, uh, both boys were involved in it. And we were making preparations to go and get our child, to go and pick, to go and finalize the adoption of our daughter, who was thousands of miles away in China. And two days after Christmas, we're sucker punched mm-hmm. with the news that she had died. And now, had we ever laid hands on her? No. But in our hearts, she was our child, mm-hmm. and she was halfway around the world. We just were waiting to go get her and bring her into the family. It's still a loss of a child. And it is still a loss, yeah. And there's lots of different ways that may look. But, but I yeah. think, you know, for us, it was like, I remember the question from our agency in the social work, the mm-hmm. caseworker for our um, profile and case is that her question was, do you want to continue on with the adoption process? Yes. You know, and you and I look straight at each other going, uh, that's a yeah. no brainer. Yeah, we're going to do this. There's another child out there that we're supposed to, we're supposed home. to bring home. Mm-hmm. And so eight days later we get a phone call and we've been placed with and we've been placed with Elizabeth and Elizabeth's been placed with us and mm-hmm. you know it, and now we, we still have traveled like we had we planned still travel like we had planned to go mm-hmm. and we now have Elizabeth mm-hmm. um it was God's timing God's plan for all of that but man that hurt mm-hmm. oh my gosh that hurt but to walk through that hurt and to overcome it and to let it be something that teaches us and then to have Elizabeth in our home and as a part of our life and our daughter, man. But our community and our family was so instrumental in inspiring mm-hmm. us to 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 keep moving forward. Yep. I mean, they knew that that was a call God had placed on our life and they stood beside us. They did things to help us. Right. Mm-hmm. And our pastor at the time was like, hey, you know, yes, when when you're ready. If you need, when you want to do, if you want to do a memorial service and for Marianne, mm-hmm. just something private, I'll be happy to do that. I that was, was like, sweet. Wow. Yeah. It was. It was very special to be able to remember, to remember her in that yep. way and to, and to minister to us. Um, overcoming depression <clears throat> and anxiety. Yeah, that's that's been a big year over these last five years of my own life. Mm-hmm. Is almost six years, really. And being able to overcome that still you know, learning and growing um, and developing. And What was your inspiration? You. Mm. And I'm sure your doctors and your counselor. And- yeah, it started with you mm. when you looked at me and yeah. said, I don't know what is wrong with you, but you need help. <laughs> and I got it. That was inspiration with a little push. It was. And you did. I mean, you helped me. You were my inspiration. Excuse me. You're the meaning of oh, my life. You're, you're my inspiration. That's anyway, good, honey. Yeah, it was pretty good. So, yeah, but in all seriousness, you are, um, you were that inspiration. And then, yeah, God began to put the right people around me. Yes, to, to continue to, to spur continue that. that. And that's and good. that's been that's been a, just an incredible. That's a whole other story in and of itself. How about 
surviving church ministry for 29 years. <laughs> well, you're the one that decided to write a book saying lessons learned from sleeping with the pastor. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be the title of my book. It would get people's attention. That would be an inspirational book. It would be inspirational. It would definitely yes. be inspirational. Yeah, but think about it. I mean, we met at church. We did. While you were doing youth ministry, you asked me to help in the youth group that summer, which I was, that was, you know, something I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. We've always. We've always done church work. Done church work together. Always. We've always been in ministry before we ever even got married. And, um, you know. And we've had to A lot of people it. say you can't do that and it won't last long. And, you know. And we've had to survive it. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. There have been those moments yeah. because. Sure, was, it's had challenges and in multiple right. churches. Sure, of being one letting us go. Uh, one was um, like they did everything but let us go, <laughs> let me go. Um, it, it just if you're thinking about going to the church ministry, if you feel like God's calling you to go into church ministry, just know it ain't gonna be easy. Oh no. It ain't going to be easy. No. It is going to be really, really hard. But you can do it. And there. And if you need help. To, and if you yes. need help, we got you back. We, we love now you. to just volunteer and love on yes. people that are in ministry. We can help you. Mm-hmm. You feel free to give us a call. Mm-hmm. You run into any issues at your church, <laughs> you can vent. Mm. It's no problem. We'll, your, your stuff will stay right here with us. Okay. Um, How about adapting to... Um, a new world, a new norm for me with vision loss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's that like? What do you mean? For you. Like. How can you leverage vision loss? Well. To inspire other people. Well, that's what I was going to say. What are you learning? It inspires me when I listen to podcasts, when I read things, when I um, hear stories of others whether it's the exact same thing or not, um, those that have vision impairment and what they've learned and what they do to help and adapt, then that does inspire me. And it makes me want to share my story as well and help others if I can. And then I would say, finally, we need to do something hard. Ooh. You need to do something hard. What do you mean? Well, that. Well, I think that when you do, when you do what, something, what, what when you ref- do something hard, and you and you do it, uh huh, you inspire yourself. Ooh, that's good. You inspire yourself. You know what? Yes, I can. So, well, so for example, so I did. I mean, the basic course with the three to seven yes. project several years ago, and. That was one of the hardest things I'd ever done. I'd, I'd ever done. And I I will never forget the the first lesson that Chad Wright told our um group. Group. I'll never forget it. We were about to start packing our backpacks. I'd never packed a backpack in my life. You didn't even have a backpack. That, I didn't even have a backpack. Like a book bag, but not yeah. a hiking backpack. I didn't have no hiking backpack. 
I'd never been on a three day journey in the wilderness. Um, I've done a little camping, but it was in a camper. Um, Leisurely. Yeah, more glamping than anything. (laughs) Um, I've never had to filter water out of a creek. And I've never had to cook under a cook tent. I've never. um, You don't have to tell all the things. I mean, I mean, I was. What did he say? But we're about to get ready. And he goes, three things. You got three things to know. Be patient. Be present and be deliberate. Mm-hmm. And that's really stuck with you and inspired you. And you now have, use that. I have never to inspire your family, your friends, yes. your workers. Your it has yeah. it has revolutionized yes. how I live. Yes, and how I think. And it comes out in pretty much all that you do. Yes, now, yeah, I'm a lot more patient. I agree that. I hope I'm a lot more present and I hope that I'm a lot more deliberate in the things that I do. And But that never would have happened if you if I, hadn't found a challenge for yourself and said, set your sights on it and said, I'm going to do this. Right. It was inspirational. And, and you doing it inspired. Oh, I had somebody call. Us, I had somebody others. call me the other day. Say, hey, man, what was that course that you did like a few years ago? And huh. it was like this back, you know, I'm like, it was this. And here's how you get in touch with them. Yeah. And I talked to this guy the other day. He said they're full. <laughs> he goes, they got a two-year wait list right now. Wow. You know, and and they're doing other things. They're doing yeah. other things that are hard. Even Pastor Matt this morning was talking was about what say, he was going to be doing. Yes. But he said a friend just said, hey, come do this. And he's like, yeah, sure. And then he got a picture <laughs> of... Exactly where they were going, and that this would be, be what they had to um, climb. Yeah, they're going to be strapped in and but climbing think, a cliff. I think that's a good point, though, at, that we should find things to challenge ourselves with. 100%. Maybe it's professionally. Um, maybe it is something physically. Um, that That's good. And spark that on inspiration within yourself and i mean i'm engaged with something right now that i have Mm -hmm. i have never done in my life Mm -hmm. never and learning new skills and new ways to lead and uh and it it's amazing you know Mm -hmm. so you gotta be willing to step out of your comfort zone and Mm -hmm. do something difficult because growth comes through hard. And as that growth happens, you are infused with belief. You are infused with hope. You are infused with, I can do this. And not only that, you, in the example that you're setting, are infusing hope and belief in other people. Mm. Period. It's inspirational. And so what I hope, from this particular conversation that Lisa and I've had today for our listeners is that they are encouraged to uh, do something hard that they are encouraged that, Hey, life goes on, but God is with you. You're not in this alone and that he is with you. He is for you and he's got your back. He knows when you come in and when you go out, he's got you hemmed in from the front to the back to the side and, He's got you. Hmm. He's not going to fail you. He's never failed me, and he's not going to start failing. And that's the whole thing is we, 
go through job loss, as we went through the loss of a child, as we went through overcoming depression, every he single, every single one of those, yes. God was there and he was walking with us. Mm-hmm. And just as we've gone through those things, you that are listening have so many others or maybe similar things that you've gone through as well. And we just we want you to think about sharing your story. What parts of your life can you use to leverage inspiration in others because of what God's done for you? That's what it's about. And just as the same way that God breathed life into Adam and he breathes it into us every single day when he gives us the gift of opening our eyes and having a new day, let us look for ways to breathe inspiration into others. Amen. That's a good word there, Lisa. Amen. Yeah. Well, friends, we certainly appreciate you taking the time to listen in. Yes. And we hope and we pray that you are encouraged by today's and this week's podcast. We're glad to be back with you. I know we've been out for a little while with things going on in the summer. It gets a little uh, different for us sometimes Mm -hmm. in the summer, but uh, we look forward to sharing with you. Please take a few minutes to... Text this podcast to your friends, share it on your social medias, um, and send us an email or a text. I'll put yeah. that in our in our show notes. If there's anything that Lisa or I can do uh, to pray for you, to encourage you, to uh, infuse hope, to inspire your heart, then please let us know. We would love to be able to have that conversation with you. And remember that two Two are better better than than one, and a cord of three strands is not easily broken. broken.